You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Matt Migaki, the vocalist of Cryptopsy and the host of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast, where I sit down with fellow metal musicians. We talk all about their lives and music while sharing killer craft beers. If you've ever wanted to sneak backstage and share a beer with one of your favorite musicians, well, Vox and Hops is the podcast for you. This week on the podcast, I dropped an amazing episode with Dom Grimal of The Last Felony, Ion Dissonance, and Cryptopsy. There is this episode and over 450 other ones to help you enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. So what are you waiting for? It's time to become a Vox and Hops head. Cheers! Take two. See, Take we two. have such transparency with our audience that we're not afraid to admit that we tried, and about three minutes in, we um, experienced technical difficulty. We did. We really we riffed hard on the Misfits, so you guys missed some quality overnight drive riffing on yes. uh, on the Misfits, and that's you'll never hear it. Yeah, we're just done. You know, it's like um, it's like love them and leave them, only with words instead of women. Yep. We just will never go to that subject again. Forget it. It's over. No, I want to talk about, you know, so I want to talk about South By coming up. <laughs> I Do you have a table talk. set up for South By? I got a tent so set up for We should probably set up a table for South By next year, right? Well, yeah. It's just we'll us in... at a table. <laughs> nothing I, on the table I think all. that is a smashing idea. Um, uh. Us uh, interviewing uh, the Illuminati, the, uh, the Glitterati, well, probably both, of music. And uh, interviewing them, having a sit-down. It's like Radio Row yep. at the Super Bowl-only podcast form. Yeah. And no one else is even thought to do that. So we're going to do it, and it's going to be better than ever. And we're going right. to be better than that dude from Fucked Up, for sure. Next South By, we're South going by. to... Break bread. Right. <laughs> we're going to break bread at the next South By. Gonna break bread. All right, so I don't know if we talked about this uh, when we were there. There was the episode that we did from Blake's apartment. Where the cat was jumping in the record player, where you listen to the Alien That's soundtrack. Right. Great, great episode. But the, the defining feature of this man's apartment is that he has a full-on vocal ISO booth in his bedroom. Yes, uh, it's a, it's a, it's just like a standalone ISO booth that is just just there, uh, which <laughs> I thought was real cool. So running with that idea, next South by, let's just get one of those things and sure. set up a table. And then just podcast from a standalone ISO booth the entire time, but never have anyone in and never leave it. It's just it's just no. us having a podcast somewhere else in a quiet room in yeah. the middle of this festival. There's going to be a lot of people around. There's going to be a lot of uh, things happening. Yeah. You ever go to Roberta's in Bushwick? Uh, I think so, yeah. Yeah. When you go and you're in the, the main dining room, there's like a radio studio or something in there it's behind glass it's like soundproofed so you're sitting there and you're eating pizza and you're just watching two dorks talk but you can't hear them you know like it's 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 uh it's a true oddity i I think that's what i'd like to recreate with uh with ondx south by ond uh yeah south by uh south by drive we can pretend we're there. O-N-D-X-S-X-S-W. S-X-X-S-W. We can pretend we're there. When is it, anyway? South by. I don't know. Got to be soon, right? Yeah. You know, there's going to be a lot of bands there. Imagine just driving to South by. 
You know, you're like, <laughs> you're just, you're driving and you like, you find, you like, you find yourself going, whoa, we better slow down. We're going a hundred miles an hour because the success is there. The, the idea that you're going to become the next Led Zeppelin is so close. They're going to be dangling that 60 to 80 grand recoupable in your face until Sunday, and then they were going to finally sign on the dotted line. Oh, you know, the, the sales weren't what we thought they were going to be. Yeah, don't hear a single, guys. All right, um, this is more than ever. This is important. We need a lot of... Uh, we need you to be tweeting pretty much every five minutes. Who's your designated tweeter? Yeah. Do you guys have a lawyer? <laughs> anyway, we'll figure it out. <laughs> Who's your... Do you have a tweet? Do you have a, somebody, you know, like kind of just a dude who just comes who manages your affairs? Who, uh, you know, if I were to if I were to do a uh, Instagram takeover, who would I call? Oh wow! Like, okay, oh, this band, you know, where you guys are going to do an Instagram takeover for Pitchfork. Uh, who does the shooting, and what do you guys do? Go. I I think I would do the shooting at that point. I would fucking shoot myself in the brain. <laughs> <laughs> just just different. Like once a day, I'll just do a video of me masturbating. Yeah, exactly. Like I'm just. The best. I'm going to do an Instagram takeover of Pitchfork, and it's just going to be me doing the fucking Hemingway method with a gun. <laughs> On loop. Bud Dwyer. Yes, you know, sitting, at a, uh, <laughs> sitting in front of a typewriter with a dog and like, a, like an empty bottle of old whiskey. And you get a double barrel. I'm like, oh, they must be writing their next epic. They must have rented a cabin in the woods or something. You, know? you just have a, a, a Facebook Live going for like an hour. Man, he hasn't moved in a long time. They must be sleeping really deep. Yeah, and then you pull out. You're like sitting there, and you're just slowly shaking your head, and they're like, oh, he must be getting ready. He must be formulating riffs in his head, and if he even moves a muscle, the the, the ideas will go. So he's he's (laughs) practicing the art of only sitting down and doing nothing and then letting the songs come to him. I've heard about that. meditation. Yeah, I read about that on Pitchfork. Yeah, it's musical meditation. You know, it's like, oh, how do you write all those good songs? It's like, I just stay still a lot, man. You know, it's like, because uh, that's a good interview question. How do you write your song? Where do you get your ideas from? It's my favorite one. So where do you get uh, your ideas? Well, you know, I um, <clears throat> I developed uh, uh, critical thinking skills in fifth grade. <laughs> and then uh, I just went on from there. Oh, cool. Good. Yes, my uh, medulla oblongata uh, became fully formed at age 21. And then, I, I coinc- uh, you know, coinciding with me learning how to play the guitar. And there you go. The rest was history. And I listened to a lot of Pedro the Lion. And God damn it if I don't want to chase his fucking coattails right to the bank. Fucking David Bazan. He's like 40, right? David Bazan, yeah, I'd imagine couch, he's, he's, he's probably in his, he's probably almost 50, I'd imagine. He, um, really, wow, <clears> he <throat> did the, he, he turned the, like, kind of sad, nobody comes to see me anymore thing into, like, a pretty good model, where he's like, I'm only gonna play living rooms. Is that really what's going on with that dude? <laughs> yeah, Oof, I used to man. fill, like, I used to fill the knitting factory, and now he's like, I'm just gonna play living rooms, so you better, you know, and he does and a That's Q&A. actually probably kind of a, kind of a sick way to do it. You can probably ask for for a living room an obscene amount of money every night. Like a thousand bucks? Yeah. That'd be great. That's how he makes his living and supports his child. Yeah, that's how that we get down and... to South By. We just do thousand dollar podcasts in people's living rooms between here and Austin. Uh, NBC News would like to you know that South by Southwest is uh, hosting its first Asian American showcase. Oh, wow. Yeah, political issues are taking the center stage. At South by Southwest this year, big surprise. Oh man, I the the level of dialogue I'm sure will be elevated. So and, um, uh, yeah, you understand that without your help, this could be the last South by, and I'm not kidding. Do you mean it? Because you know they're going to reinstate the draft, and all you guys think you're so cool now, and they're trying to take his mic away. He's like, no, these people need to hear this. Do you mean it? <laughs> you think you can join the army band? But when you're chewing gravel and shooting at, you know, Russian soldiers in the Polish border, which might happen. There's Russian, there's American tanks on the Polish border right now. Yeah, isn't there a Russian ship, like, outside U.S. waters right now? It's, uh, it's pretty wild. A Russian nuclear missile sub testing us that's five sick. miles outside of the international border. That's sick. That's, that's great. That's, I think that this is... 
awesome. You know, um, fucking South By is going to be probably the best thing ever. <laughs> be such a good South By this year. Yeah, uh, you know, they, I mean, I can't keep track of the badge type changes, so I'm just going to kind of roll in wherever. If I got a purple badge, uh, I'm going to be. Uh, well, the thing is, you got to get the platinum badge first of all, and then you can just do whatever. You can trade that shit for drugs. But I'm going. I'm going to get the interactive purple badge, and that's oh sort of like, God. oh, what does he do? You know, does he? He programs. He programs Ableton for Sia. This sounds like a fucking nightmare. This world that you're describing sounds like a nightmare oh, world. That's, that's, uh, yeah, that's you know what? The world you're describing sounds more of a nightmare world than actual nuclear war with Russia, the world I'm currently living in. I'm going to try, I'm going to try and sneak in to uh, every party by saying I program Ableton for somebody. <laughs> Very good. I program Ableton for Rihanna. You want to let me in, please? Well, she's not going to be able to play. That's what I thought. That's all. <sighs> oh, sure. Right this way, sir. Yeah, I'm from Ableton. How far could you get, you think? Just saying you're from Ableton. If you had an Ableton... I saw something on the subway a few days ago with an Ableton messenger bag, and I wanted to, like, face mush him, but I, you know, I'm an adult. <laughs> um, but if you had that messenger bag, how how far could you get in saying, like, I work for Ableton, I need to I need to get to Rihanna's gear. Uh, She's having a problem. Far. I think you could get real far. We just speak with confidence. You know, yeah. act like you're supposed to be there. I really, that's that's always the way to go. Yeah, I play, I'm, uh, I program Ableton for uh, Ami Dang. Um, Jeez, you're, you're making noises, I don't even know what they are. Yeah, I program the fuck Ableton. fuck is Ami Dang? Ami Dang is a successful young woman artist, you should be know that. Um, the people who are going to South By this year, um, taking over, oh, it's sponsored by McDonald's, Monster, uh, Capital One mm. and Esurance and Mazda. Mm. Mm. So, you know, if you're ever feeling like you aren't doing anything with your life. Mazda, really? Yes. Yeah, like Toyota fucking bankrupted fucking Scion by doing this bullshit, and Mazda's like, oh, me too. I'm next. I'm next. <laughs> Scion, <laughs> Scion sponsored Sound and Fury Fest one year. Yeah. Um, yeah, so if you it's ever. Pretty easy to fucking pry open that wallet. You and I have played music a long time. If the whole thing is, if you ever want to feel like you're actually doing something in music, play uh, play something called the Monster Stage in front of thirty people. What is the Monster Stage? That's where you go. You oh, sponsor, is it like Monster Energy? Sponsored by Monster Man. Wow. Yeah, I play. Uh, I pro- see. I program uh, Ableton for. Uh, like a lot of bands, like Paper Cuts, Aaron Lee, Taj, Tajjan, Aaron Cole, The Academic, Acid Tongue from from Utah, good friends of mine, uh, fucking Adrian Daniel, you know Aldous Harding. I don't, I don't know a single one of these. Fuck, I feel like you're just fucking, making people up. I'm scrolling, bro. Fucking scrolling, man. This this is so much. So many bands are playing that it's hard for me to scroll. How it's still it, like, loading. How, how is this anything else to people than somebody just throwing shit against a wall? Do you know what I mean? Like, it's not healthy to have that many options for anything. This is just people trying things, which I'm not opposed to trying, but let's just let, let's not pretend it's more than what it is, which is trying. It's really fascinating. What the fuck is this? Are you playing Zelda? No. I'm playing Mist, thank you very much. Oh, wow. So this, is the band, uh, this is the band that's going to take South by by storm. Mm-hmm. It's a band called Best Fern. Cool. I hope that that's the entire set is just that droney fucking shoegazy bullshit and people stand there and pretend they're not bored to shit watching it. Oh, yeah. I uh, program uh, Whispers for uh, Best Fern. You want to let me in, please? Best Fern. Oh, dude. Okay. Oh, look. Um, uh, they... <laughs> Nothing is better than reading a like a musical... Thing and they they tell you 
how they describe themselves. Mm, it's great, not like perfect. a review, not like the New York Times says. It's like, uh, you know, Best Fern says they're, they, Best Fern describes their work as cute, minimal, dream pop. Comprised oh. Of, <laughs> oh my god! Comprised of delicate vocal guitar looping over sampled rhythm, rhythmic electronics. So in other oh words, oh my they god! St- kill me! Kill me! Kill me! Kill me! Kill me! Standing out from the crowd, oh, they have a split tape with Loon. I'm threatening the president on Twitter right now, so he'll call in a drone strike, and my pain will end. Look, man, they uh, have a split tape uh, with Loon, and it's uh, only available on Bandcamp. Oh, a split tape. Split but, tape. Cool. I mean, but this band it only has a split tape out, played South by. That's cool. It. You want me to call Best Fern? Give, give Best Fern a call. I might. I mean, if I can find their number, I'm definitely going to. They're fucking playing tonight. You know, they better, they better watch it for real. Where are they playing mean? tonight? Let's go see them. <laughs> want to go see them. They're probably, they're, you know, they're probably winding their way down, playing. 313 people like Best Fern. Wow. Big news. Best Fern is playing South by Southwest. Big they're news. They're playing Fern uh, Bar Robo in Ottawa, Ontario tonight. Mm. It's a little far to go and be angry. <laughs> you want to drive the six hours to Ottawa? You want to drive six hours to Ottawa just to be annoyed at a club? And uh, yeah, get drunk and yell, Best Fern, in the back room. <laughs> like, yeah, that's right, yeah. Wait, that guy in the back wants to quiet down. Best <sighs> friend rules. You know, and they're such pussies because they don't even post their fucking phone number. How am I supposed to book them? You know? What the fuck? How am I supposed to book Best Fern? Anyway, that's my... Uh, when we're not even ranting against South by Southwest, I hope that we all... I hope that we're all clear about that, guys. Everybody's... Well, we're going next year. We're going. And we are sparing no expense. We're gonna stay at. Uh, we're we're gonna stay in the party hotel, the hill. Perfect. And we're gonna let it loose. And best friend's gonna be there. We're gonna fucking. I'm gonna have free Ableton swag to give out. It's gonna be awesome. <laughs> Sponsored by Ableton. That's right. Gonna play. Gonna make it my life's goal to play South by next year, so we can go down for free. It's gonna be All fucking right. great. It, yeah. Okay. Let's see how many yarns I can I can spin to get bear mattress to the point where I can I can play and people think that I like had a collab with Rihanna stuff like that. I I who is the person listening who's bored enough who's like yo I'll make that happen like I'll Please. like I'll, I'll I'll concoct that. Please. Please. That's Please. Ask. That's all I ask. That's all I really ask. That's that's the end of it. Because you know, when you hear one, you hear. I mean, we're we're gonna be at the best. We're gonna have the best time down there. We're the best fern down there. <laughs> I've got to interview best fern. Be like, all right. So last year, you guys were really at a turning point musically. Your your phaser pedal broke. Yeah, and, uh, right you, the, you missed nine shows. Can you tell me about that? Right in the middle of a tour. Yeah, well, we were touring, um, you know, the central provinces, and mm. we were making our way from Ottawa to Montreal, which, uh, if you haven't been to Canada, is like a really long drive, and um, I knew that we weren't going to be able to fix anything in Montreal, so uh, we pulled over, had some food, um, thought had uh, really talked it out. It got It got really contentious at times, both of us talking... Like probably for like the first time that day, and because um, we don't really talk, we like to save it all for the stage, you know. We decided to go on with the show. Uh, of course, it wouldn't have been wouldn't it be the same best for an experience. So we we after every song, we'd say, "We know we're sorry. We don't have our panels tonight. I know. Thank you, everybody. Thank you. I know this isn't what you're expecting." And then like after every song, we said that. And then at the merch table, where people were, like, milling about, I was like, oh, my God, thank you all for coming and staying. I know it just wasn't what you were expecting. And really just, we just really wanted to point out, like, what was wrong so everybody who didn't know uh, knew. <laughs> they could easily define what was wrong. They're like, oh, yeah, they do something like shit. 
any of them. Hmm, I mean, I wouldn't. Wow, look at that. There's oh, I there's mean, nothing goes into this, huh? I honestly, I, I had enough Molson that I probably wouldn't have noticed or cared. But now that you pointed it out, yeah, you guys did sound like a fucking pile of fucking dog shit that somebody yeah, put that's... like a, a speaker inside and played Mighty Blade of Valentine. It's fucking great. So. Oh, cool! I hate but them. I, that's I great. love the I love the pulling over story. Just you know. Just <laughs> we just pulled to pull over and we had to get some food, maybe talk. You know, we called our manager and asked his opinion. Hey, can we talk? <laughs> Nine <laughs> hours later, hey, can we talk? Hey, is is, is Roger there? Oh, we, yeah, yeah, kid, what's up, guys? So we need to, we really need to talk to you, Roger. Can you FedEx us um, a boss super looper? <laughs> No, all the samples were on this the original Super Looper. So yeah, now you need to you need to go down to Ableton and have them upload the new samples to the Super Looper. Guys, I got the perfect solution for you. All right, I know this guy who works for Ableton. You ever use Ableton? Oh, David Bazan's got it. He's using it now. Totally good. Totally good. What I'll do is I'll have a guy set it up for you. Go on stage. All your samples will be ready. No problem. Um, like, speaking of Canada, I don't, I don't want to derail us, but I sort of do, because even just a conversation about this band is boring me, let alone the actual band. Fucking, you know what, man? All right. Like, it's just, like, I keep hearing that song, that two seconds of the song you played in my head, and I'm just like, oh, fuck, who pretends to like this? It's like, best. fuck. It is, um, well, it's best Fern, dude. It is, apparently, it's, it's pretend to like Fern. Um... <laughs> What I was going to say is, speaking of Canada, before I forget, I got a little overexcited last week, and I announced that that show's name was You Are Under Arrest, but I looked afterwards, and I realized I was I was taken in by the song, and it's actually just called Under Arrest, so there's Dude, some housekeeping that I had to take care of. Can we please talk about that fucking show? It's because really I've good. Been, I've been obsessed. Please, yeah. everybody, stop this podcast now. Go to Netflix. I mean, keep listening after, but go to Netflix, look up Under Arrest and watch it. It is so good. If you want to see great things happen every time there's a drunk guy, the drunkest person you've ever seen. Like, imagine the drunkest person you've ever seen and then imagine times 100. Dude, the one where Mark was naked <laughs> and they're just everyone knows him and everyone's like used to him doing this and they're, they have him strapped to the gurney. And they're like, it's all right, Mark, we'll take care of you. And he goes, help! And then they get end the episode. <laughs> I died <laughs> laughing. It's so good. Uh, honestly, I mean, there's nothing better than it. No, it's really, it's remarkable. It's, I'm, I'm, I'm very happy I found it. Oh, my God. I'm trying. Did you catch the, the one where the woman flips out and bites him? Yeah. Oh, she's, she's so sad. Like, fucking please help her. Oh, my God. She needs extra help. Like, really? She needs, like, two social workers. Watched it last night, and she needs extra help that they're not willing to give her. Yeah, it's... Like, girl, girl, you're being a pain in the butt now. He said that. You're being a pain in the butt now. Being a pain in the butt. This woman is, like, has PTSD. (laughs) It's fucking... Really good. Really good show. Great. So, yeah, so that was my one bit of housekeeping. I got the name wrong, but uh, still urge everyone to, uh, to go ahead and watch. You are under arrest. Intro, amazing. Intro is fucking unbelievable. It's fucking pop-pop. Canada's finest. I'm surprised that a lot of our Canadian fans uh, probably already know about it and probably already watched it. but They probably think it's like uh, some imperialist shit, though. You know, yeah, it's probably, yeah. well, that's, that's really, I don't watch that. It's very nationalist. That would be uh, supporting um, Justin Trudeau, supporting the crown. Don't want to do that. Look, I, I think Canada's paradise. Down. You, know, you I, think Canada is a paradise? I, I do. It, sorry. I'm sorry. You've driven from Toronto to Montreal before, correct? Yeah. A couple times. And there was no point where you just, you were like, I, I wish fucking Ayatollah Khomeini would bomb this nation into glass. <laughs> like, Hell this no. is fucking, un, this is unbelievable. No. No. Wow. I think it's wow. great. I thought it was beautiful. Everything about it was good. The food, the values. Guy in head to t- guy in head to toe. First time I ever went, right? I ever cut through Canada was to go to Kalamazoo, Michigan to hang out with an internet girl. Very nice. Very good. It was awesome. 
And how close do you think you were to Justin Kiss without knowing it at that point? Oh God. I like drove, down the block, maybe in the same house. I mean, I had to drive pretty much clear across Michigan, so yeah, like and he was living in Lansing at the time, so yeah, we might have might have even uh, broken bread at the Panera there. Did like a a fucking Pulp Fiction where you stop and he's walking across the street in front of your car? <laughs> I floor it and run him over. <laughs> no, what could have been all uh, everything could have been different, but. A guy in, when on that trip, a guy in head-to-toe Toronto Maple Leafs gear asked me if I was lost. Hey, you lost? And that made me think when I was watching Under Arrest. Goddamn lost? Yeah, it's like, because of my New York plates. And I was like, I didn't want to answer because he looked like, you know, it was really going to take me on, take me down. And then I I was watching Under Arrest the other night, of course, and uh, I, I just thought, everybody calls themselves a goof. Yeah. And that's like a major insult in Canada is to call, hey, you fucking goof. Yeah, you're the biggest goof I ever seen. The guy in the back, the guy who has his car towed and they have to like. Ah, oh, really good. At the motel and they're like, why are you towing my car? It's parked legally. God, you're the biggest goof I ever seen in my whole life. Look, you're a goof. You're a king of the goofs. Like, and like, you know, and, but the thing that the overarching thing in this is that 99% of Everything that happens on under arrest, if it was in the United States, would end in death. Yeah. Oh, my God, yes. Holy shit. <laughs> like, they let a guy pull his girlfriend out of a car and beat her because she tried to steal his car outside of a bar. And the end result, they let him drive home and put her in an ambulance. That was it. Did I, did I ever talk in the podcast about... When we played Montreal with Bane and the weird cop shit I saw. Um, oh, are they wearing the red hats? Yeah. I don't know if I talked about this in the podcast. I'm assu- mm-hmm. I am only have nine stories, so I'm assuming I did. <laughs> so you can go back and find that shit. But yeah, like, uh, fucking Canadian police are very chill. <laughs> like, really, really chill people, apparently. <laughs> I uh. like that they were, like, having a silent protest. The cops were, so they were wearing red hats and letting hookers just work. Was that, was that it? It was a protest? Yeah, it was like the cops were having a labor dispute. Okay. So, yeah. So, they were out there just to make sure the world didn't end, but also, um, they didn't really give a shit what happened. No, one guy was wearing fucking jeans. I remember us urging uh, Sean Duty to take partake in prostitution. Oh, because it's like didn't, didn't go well. Didn't go well. No, he did not. Um, Though fast forward several years later, and Sean Duty has started group texting both of us on very odd non sequitur-ish things. So uh, the the communication floodgates have burst open. You know, I loved it. I thought it was really good. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. And there did he you, was. Did I you said, see his name on your phone? You're like, oh, he's going to yell at me about some shit, isn't he? He's well, <laughs> I can just fly off the handle on something. I mean, I thought that he would be, you know, giving some depressing stuff, but then he just told me that he heard a Strangler song, which is depressing, okay. but in a different way. It's a very <laughs> it's it was different a very, style. It's like, oh, that may, but it was heartwarming because he's like, oh, I, I, you know, that made me think of you guys. You know, that was the subtext. So he misses us, which means mm-hmm. we could see him next time we're all together in Brooklyn, New York. We should go to his restaurant and just hang out by the back door. We should. He actually posts photos of food that doesn't look bad. Oh, my God. We could just eat there and complain yeah. about the food. And be like, and just be like this fuck. isn't very good. <laughs> I need to see the chef. And then Sean Duty comes storming out. No, I, I meant I needed to see the prep cook. These, these potatoes were cut unevenly. Bring oh. him to me. Oh, what are you guys doing? I, I'm working. And then he'll immediately tell us when he's working till as a <laughs> hint to not bug him at work. Nope, not gonna. Didn't work when you worked at Barnes and Noble. It's not gonna work now, pal. We need to talk to you now. We need to see you now. It's our once a year. You know, it's been a while since I've seen him in the flesh since yeah, me too. Uh, the second OND con. Wow, so, I don't think I've seen him since then either. No, and you have no excuse. He's like right I got, there. No, I got zero excuse. He he lives downstairs from me. Really? No. Oh I don't know. God, where. I was say. He doesn't he, live maybe... too far away, though. He, he certainly. I I travel farther to get to work and back every day for sure than uh, to where he lives. What if he has a secret life? I feel like he doesn't need a secret life. He just has a life now. No, I mean like a like a 
you know, like a you know, like a secret life. You know what I mean? What do you think? Like, but I guess, like the implication because we're talking about it is secret from us. But I don't know what he does. So he does have a secret life, and that it it, I I don't have this the answers. I hope it involves dog fashion sex. That'd be really good. I like it like this. And that's the end. Remember, ever see ever see this boy's life? I did Robert not see this boy's life. There's a, he does a sex scene, right? Cool. <laughs> Fucking atrocious. And he'll only have sex with his wife on the side or from the back because it's good that way. Wow. It's a very disturbing film. And I imagine that Sean Duty is kind of like that. Yeah, that 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 makes sense. It's just it's just better. We can invite him to South by Southwest. That's a great idea. You know, buddy, <laughs> can get pack your bags. We're going to South by. We're going to South by, man. I, we got I gotta a huge work offer. 11. We got we got a huge offer. We're gonna be playing blues covers. <laughs> what if, we, what yeah. if we get we just book Sean Duty for South by? We get him a thing, but he doesn't do anything. So like he is a it's a sold out show. He's headlining and everyone's really amped and then Sean that he just walks out and people lose their shit but he's got nothing to do. It's not like there's instruments. He just, there's no microphone. He just has to stand on stage for 45 minutes being awkward. People love it. They can't get enough. They're like falling over each other and then it's over. And then they want an encore. I'd want a fucking encore. That'd be great. That'd be great. Oh my god, how awesome would that be? Like John Duty, man. Oh my god, it would be fucking great. And he'd end I up saw them. there. If I'm uh, if I'm excessively chill tonight, I uh, drugs, drugs, I did drugs. I did back to back sauna and massage. Gab got me a, a massage gift certificate for uh, for Valentine's Day, which I took uh, took advantage of today. And I am so chill. I feel like I'm on drugs. It's nice. feel real like empty you inside f- you have the fucking life man i really do it's true i have a I've got a great life here you do you know i have, i noticed that last time i was there um i'm really just looking for fucking cover bands to call right now i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> you know and it's uh it's hard because there aren't a ton of them left in the world that's weird you'd think that's all there would be uh, like no. nobody has made new music worth a fucking twenty five years, so it would just kind of stand to reason that everyone is just doing mini kiss. Well, there's a band called Judas Rising, which is Dallas's premier uh, fucking band. Judas Rising, cool. <laughs> Judas Rising, contact. Come on, come on, community. I need to contact. I mean, I need to just call these people and be like, you know, I heard you're playing South by. I just want to, you know, I just want to see maybe we can. Where are you finding these bands? I'm just, I'm uh, looking on Facebook right now. Oh, wow. Jesus. Oh, yeah. No, this is great. I just want to be like, hey, I heard you're, uh, I heard Priest Unleashed. I heard you're fucking playing South by, dude. So it's. No, no, no. (laughs) No, view website. Perfect. So these are the All people right. who put their phone number on the website. Well, while you do that, I'm going to read off a few questions. Very good. Um, uh, <laughs> not a question, but I'll uh, go through it anyway. You guys just want to say, I think the yearbook video is amazing, and my girl and I turned it into a super fun date activity. She told me all about the nerd she dated and all the trash girls who got pregnant early and the quarterback who died and got a whole page. Poser. Yes, <laughs> yes that's fucking great. <laughs> okay. You got one? A number or a question? A number. Oh, I've got a number. Hold on. Oh, somebody uh, actually got back to me. From calling about the uh, fucking apartment last Oh, week. the apartments, really? Was it, <laughs> yeah. uh, I'll call me back when I'm ready? Yeah, it was. He's like, hey, hey, all it says is, hey, you called. It's kind of my favorite shit. Jesus. 
Like, she, this woman has no fucking command of how a phone works. She's calling her back later. She's texting you to let you know that you called. Like, fuck. Are you ready? Go for it. They better fucking answer. Please leave your message for... Ah. Uh. God damn it. You know, I was calling five against one, San Diego's best Pearl Jam cover band. Oh, they're probably playing right now. I was going to call and say, hey, this is South by Southwest. Uh, we had a cancellation. <laughs> Do you guys want to join? I heard you guys want to join us. Jeff Ament. You guys know who Jeff Ament is, right? I do. He's uh, personally... Actually, I should... Oh, that would be great to call fucking bands and say this is, you know, Pearl Jam's management. <laughs> and we would like to have you play, uh, you know, Jeff Ament's birthday party. Because he gets a kick out of looking at cover band videos on YouTube. And as it'd be a personal, uh, you know, it'd be a personal favor for no pay. Jeff. To Jeff. It'd be a personal favor to Jeff. Hakeem Olajuwon's going to be there. It's going to be awesome. It's a really good party. <laughs> it's a good party. It's a good party, man. All right, let me read a question here. God damn it. You know, my, uh, I, admittedly, we, um, I hope I sound good. We have a, I have a brand new setup. Thanks to Andrew. Even yeah, better than last see. week. Um, yeah. All right, here's one. This is a great one. Andrew, my friend is getting married and I don't own a suit. Can you point me in the direction, uh, in the right direction, to get something nice-ish that my broke punk ass can afford? Thanks. Um, I feel like the internet would just like tell you. The internet stuff. is usually a good place to turn for these sorts of things. I just tell everyone to buy J. Crew suits. Like unless you're buying like a real suit, just get a J. Crew suit. They're well, if like you're a big man. Get a J. Crew suit. Get a big J. Crew suit. No, they don't have my size, man. I don't think that's true. I have a really weird suit size. All right. I'm like 38 waist and like a 60 jacket. I don't know, man. You might have to go special order then, or you might have to like have somebody make you one. I hate that. I hate having to go to a tailor, because then you have to wash. You have to like get washed up. <laughs> you know, you have to change your socks. I love going to the tailor. I used to love going to the tailor. I had such a great tailor. He's gone now. Is that... Did he? Did he die? I don't know. I just i i I feel like I feel like all these things I'm saying I've said on this podcast already. Sorry for the religious listeners who know all this shit. But I had a great tailor. He only like he couldn't speak any English, so we just communicated through nods. And then one day I walked in, and it was just like a different place, and it was like a guy with gel in his hair, like sup. And I'm like nothing's up, and then I left. <laughs> I was just dead. Like, I don't he know smelled what happened. like aqua blue, aqua de geo. Yeah, exactly. It was just like, oh, fuck, no. No. Super not. Yeah, it was, it was a real shame. It's like what I, I left Kent high and dry, and uh, he writes me on Facebook, hey, where are you, man? You I feel really life. bad, but there's nothing I can do. You know? Because I post a picture, and he's like, oh, so you got your haircut. Shoot. He says, shoot. Shoot, yeah, man. Oh, like, shoot. I got my haircutter lives with me. Yeah. All right, I have in-house haircutting. Do you want to like live that. with me, Kent? Yeah, you want to live with me? You have to pay the price. <laughs> An ass. You don't have to. I, you don't, it doesn't cost anything. You just have to pay me in cock. Can you pay yeah. me in cock? He's like, well, you know. Would Young Box be okay if you just brought Kent home? And he was like, Kent's gonna live with us for a while, where he's getting his life set up. Yeah. No, we we're freaky. We, wow. We, All we, right. We, we got a lot of different sex plans going on right Damn. now. Damn. Freaky right. as fuck. Kent, pack your bags. Come on yep. down. Yep. Pack your bags, dude. Before you know it, you're going to be rocking and rolling with us, and it's going to be so awesome. We're going to put the scorpions on. Speedy's coming over and over again. It's like, you want me to, you want me to set the scenario? I can Please. Set the scenario. It's like, you know, I mean, I picked Kent up from where he lives, which is in fucking Rotterdam, which I consider a fucking rescue mission, right? And then, uh, you know, he's like, oh, I don't really know where I'm going to stay, and... You know, I don't want to impose. That's what everybody always says, too. It's like, ah, well, I don't want to impose, you know. It's like, uh, you're already coming over, man. Just come over. You're, you're already imposing. Just, like, just go all the way. Yeah. I mean, just fucking calm down. If I thought you were imposing, I would have, would have, like, would have never invited you over. People do a lot of placeholding language to make themselves feel better, and I hate it. 
Oh, I don't want to, you know, oh, are you sure oh, it's normally okay? I wouldn't. Normally I would. Are you sure it's okay? Oh, I just feel bad. For what? I I told you to come over. Oh, I know, but you know. No. I don't know. I have no idea. I don't mean to be a ball buster, but I don't know. Now I, I want to uninvite you. Because you're going to fucking end up eating all my Pringles anyway. Won't you get comfy? You know, take the fucking pants off. Or take the fucking shoes off. Yeah, man. Got chest good. tights on. But then Kent comes over, right? And he's like, uh... He's like, yo, is this Best Fern? And we're like, yeah, man, have you ever heard of Best Fern before? And he's like, oh, yeah, I, you know, I, I, I love oh. that. I cut, I cut their hair at South By. And then we have a moment where we just stare into each other's eyes. Oh. <laughs> this is much worse than I thought it was. This is so no, bad. Put your face in a lawnmower if this is your, like, what you do. <laughs> their video with 998 views in four years. Uh, is them riding on a train oh, in the sun. God almighty, Trump is going to be president for eight fucking years. Yep, this is the... This is, everybody's like, oh, Trump's going to Trump's gonna create the, the... Trump. One thing good about the Trump presidency is that all that good music's going to come back. Nope. Yep, here it is. Here's your this good Trump music. Ah! This is the sound. This is fear. This is the sound of fear as fuel. You're filling your gas tank with fear every day. <laughs> this is what it is. I, I wouldn't want to offend anybody. I, oh, should we play the... Oh, we should turn down. We should really turn... Oh, my God. Okay, well, I'm just gonna... I'm gonna, like, sit down and regroup. And we're right in the middle of a show. I know, I just need to sit down and regroup and... Okay, are we, are we too loud right now? Are we too loud now? Okay, we just need to... Is my guitar too shiny? Okay. This is the whole song, literally. Hackers, bring me these people's search histories. And meanwhile, real motherfuckers are listening to shit like this. What's with these people, man? Lemonade. (laughs) (laughs) Cool. Real motherfuckers are listening to shit like this. (laughs) Fuck you, asshole, you fucking piece of shit. I'm gonna mush you in the fucking face. Yeah! Give me your can. Let me fuck ya. (laughs) Oh, sorry. Yeah, don't fucking apologize, man. Just get on this dick. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Fuck it. Suck it, Kent. Cut my... Fucking shave my pubes. Do it. Oh, okay. Hold on. Hold on. He's all overwhelmed and shit. Yeah. yeah. Fucking scorps, dude. Yeah. We're having sex now. Sex. <laughs> they have sex in Vietnam, Kent? Oh, okay. Right. Fuck yeah, dude. Fucking never forget. You'll never forget my face. You'll never forget my fucking face. <laughs> right. Look at my fucking. Look at me. Look at me when you fuck me. Yeah. Ah. 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 Holy shit. Holy shit. Holy shit. <laughs> that was good, Kent. Damn. Thank you. There was earlier this week. I discovered fucking girls out west. Oh, what was that? I'm sorry. Uh, earlier this week at the chalk factory, one of the guys who was in service is like, to, I forgot to, who was like, oh, somebody slashed your tires. Your chalk. What? And ran outside and they had taped a photo of slash to his tires. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I got a chuckle out of that one. That's pretty but, good. Uh, so. I had made mention of like, oh, you didn't see the slash tires, and one of the kids that works with me walks over and sees it, and she's like, oh yeah, I know who he is. Doesn't he plays in the band that paints her face, right? What? She yeah. thinks he's a member of Kiss. Yes. Or yes. insane, or and even then insane club posse. Another another person who works there was like, he has a hat. Yeah, he's got a hat. He's got it. Yeah. Yeah. No, he doesn't paint his yeah, face. Why don't we point out hat. the least interesting parts of Slash? I, like, I, I, it was so deflating. <laughs> it was unbelievable. Of course, then I listened to like fucking all of like Alive and fucking uh, <sighs> Appetite. After that, and everyone 
doesn't understand what's happening. It's fucking. You could be mine, dude. Tears were falling. Tears are falling. Did you really play Tears are falling? I did play Tears are falling. Oh man, that brings me to Valentine's Day. How was your Valentine's Day, pal? It was fucking good. It was nice. What did you do, man? We... Take, me, take me blow by blow. Like act like I'm Gabri. Hey, Andrew, what are we doing tonight? All right. So I sent her a salacious text that said, "Holy shit, meet me in the lobby of the Marlton Hotel." Tell me. Oh, you didn't. And she Tell was like, me. "Fuck." All right. Cool. Tell and me. She went. And then we just had drinks in the lobby of the Marlton Hotel. And there were two guys there who were so drunk. It was unbelievable. And so I posted up next to them. I'm like, all right, these guys can't hang for this much, you know, too much longer. That's it. So we got their seats. And then, like, a minute later, the guy came back and was like, oh, there was a playbill here. And the bartender's like, yeah, sorry, man, I threw it out. He goes, ah, and then next thing I know, he's going through the bar garbage (laughs) looking for this playbill with, like, both bartenders being like, yo, what the fuck is this dude's deal? So that was good. Mm. Um, So you're in a hotel. Yep. Then we left and went to a spot where where Gab could play with a puppy because we can't have a dog. So I I just found a place where you can go and, like, play with dogs and played with a chihuahua for a while. I know. How fucking worked up was she at that point? Pretty fucking worked up. That's fucking... That's like the most Dog thoughtful. shit on the floor. It was good. <laughs> that's the most thoughtful fucking thing I've ever heard I'm in my saying. life. I'm uh, saying. Had another drink in a different hotel lobby. Oh, um, and then uh, and then went out to uh, Momofuku and had a, uh, a kind of expensive but uh, real good dinner. And then? Oh, you know, I'm a gentleman. Okay, well. If I was a bedspring, if I was your bedspring, would I be creaking? Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's okay, man. It's nature's way. Oh. I just think that's like the goddamn sweetest thing in the world. And that makes I me know. Feel... I am fucking wonderful. You are wonderful. You're way, way better boyfriend than I am. I'm <laughs> saying. Well, we had a uh, miscommunication. <laughs> Fuck! Oh fuck! Uh, are you are you podcasting from Kent's house right now? No, no. I after that session with Kent, I don't know, maybe, but um, I uh, we hung out. And she's very adorable and very flexible, and this doesn't mean anything other than it was just cute and fun. We thought that we we're gonna do like something because Tuesday was gonna be like, oh, the places are too busy and blah blah blah. So, uh, we had see. I'm my short my memories like I don't remember every conversation. You know, and I, I get in trouble because her mind is very sharp and she remembers a lot of things and I don't. I'm just kind She's of in a cloud. Quite especially lucid. With all the, what's that? She's quite lucid. Yeah, yeah, very lucid. And I'm not. My Between my advanced age and also taking um, Xanax pretty much every day, it's really fucked my brain up. And I, my, my, mem- my memory is just shot. So I uh, thought that you know, a Tuesday was going to be the big night. She thought Monday was going to be the big night. Oh, damn. But I, big save, I bought her a fairly expensive bottle of wine. Hell yeah. On Monday. Well, on uh, Tuesday. But I was I gave it to her on Monday. And, um, you know, we, bunk, we hunkered down, bunkered down. It was nice. Um, had some cuddles, some snuggles. You know what I mean. Um, then yesterday... We uh, had Valentine's Day, which in, uh, we went to Joanne's Fabrics. Oh, fuck. So and then she could do some shopping. And then we went to Chili's. <laughs> awesome. It was actually awesome. Killing it the was, game. It was fun and funny. We wanted to go We wanted to, go to Hooters because we figured... That's a great idea. On, yeah, that was perfect. It was like, where on earth will there be not a lot of couples? Hooters. But it was a lot of fucking. We drove by, and we thought we were, we looked in because we were like, "Oh, it looks kind of busy." There were like three guys in different shit, like different shades, like one blue, one gray, one black Yankee, like pullover hoodie sweatshirts, Whoa. smoking and on their cell phones <laughs> in front. Nope, like absolutely single, absolutely like fretting, 
calling, you know, whatever fucking escort they pay fucking. Yeah, I was say just working their way up to that fucking <laughs> yeah. rash of texts that'll go out around ten thirty. What are you up to? Are you awake? These are like really like third, fourth tier loser guys. Like just work all the time, and they have a girl that they pay once in a while. Like that's Oof. the the level of loser. Like really bad. And so we're like, fuck this. We're gonna go to Chili's, and Chili's ended up being like they had a total revamp overhaul. And we got, they have like, it's so funny how, like, a place that would be in, a spot that would be in Brooklyn that has like, it's like kind of hip and has like, has like fucking the Edison bulbs and it's kind of like, ooh, you know, like has metal, metal stools and shit. That trickled down to Chili's and then we ended up getting our silverware in a paper bag. Oh, fuck. It's funny, their their ads that they play on Hulu, like, we die every time they come on. It's like, burgers aren't made in a boardroom. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> it's it was, so fucking bad. We just wanted wings and to, like, not, you know, not really do anything, really. And uh, it was great. It was great. And, uh, you know, uh, we ended up being too full. And... Uh, we just had a very cute night, but we we've been we've been having some hot times lately. We're uh, you know formulating some sex plans. There's been some uh, some we have some apparati on order. We're some really Vietnamese uh, ex- apparati. <laughs> well, with Kent here, it's like <clears throat> Kent is sort of like uh, yeah he cuts hair, but we also kind of don't like him leaving the house, you know, because he, he doesn't really have a key, you know. Mm, that makes sense. And I get home first, and, like, you know, there's not a lot of stuff to do until Young Box gets home. So it's like, you know, it's like, hey, Ken, what are you doing? It's like 6.30. And he's like, you know, I was thinking we could order a pizza. Uh, you know the rules, man. You know, you know the rules, man. If you want to even eat, you gotta, you gotta take care of the kid. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, I'm gonna spare everybody my <laughs> my howls and my my moans of ecstasy. My All right. Moans, my what did we used to say? Moans of approval. Oh moans. yeah. Oh. Moans of uh, yeah. Moans of approval. A lot of different. I hear my downstairs neighbors do it sometimes, and it's like alarming. She'll it'll just be like. Like sounds like he's humming, and then she shouts at him. <laughs> it's like, well, it's basically like Shaq talking, and then a woman yells. Oh Jesus Christ! Like, ah! But I like how the sex ends when she comes. I think that's very yeah, cool. It's nice, very forward-thinking of it. It's like a woman who, once she's done, she's done. She pushes you off. She doesn't care if you're fucking. She doesn't care about your dick. Which is the way it really should be. Because guys have come a thousand times. Many times. Many. Hundreds. Can't stop sometimes. Sometimes you just... <laughs> sometimes you want to take a whole day off and just take care of yourself, you know? Have you ever little, done that? A little mini vacay. <laughs> mini vacay. You've got the whole TV set up. And you just put your legs up. Yeah, man. I got like the, computers all over here. Lock the cat in the room. Just go out west for a little while. Yeah. Webcam, go on, go on Chatterbait. That would be great. All right, I'm gonna. We're gonna get serious here. Okay, good. My partner of almost three years recently came out to me as a trans man. I love him, but I have pretty much always considered myself straight, and I have a lot of fear that I will no longer be attracted to him once he starts taking testosterone. I would also feel like a low piece of shit if I let him now. If I left him now, one of the most difficult points in his life. Any advice? Communicate. Um, I, I got nothing on this one. I don't know. Communicate. It's just like if any other major change in a relationship, just communicate, honestly. Yeah, I, I that guess that's set it. You free. They'd be like, look, look, man. I can call you man, right? Okay, look, man. Look, bro. Look, bro. Like, here's the thing. Um, when you start taking testosterone, then you know the deal. You know, I know this is how, you, this is what you're feeling. But you know that I like I'm I'm like cis het male, like I love pussy, I love fucking, I love women, I love asses, I love tits, I like to lick backs. I'm all about a woman. 
and I think you're awesome, but you're going to have some fucking, in like a year and a half, you're going to have some Lyle Alzado shit going on. So, you know, and I'm not, that, that's, uh, truth be told, I love you, but I don't know if love can, I don't know if love is enough to maintain my interest. And yeah, I don't know what to do for people in that situation. Like, it's just like, I think you're well within your rights to bounce and not feel bad. Like, if that's yeah. if that's a deal breaker, that's a deal breaker. That's just it. You know, like, I don't I don't know what to do for you. But I mean, like, look at it this way: there's people who break up with people because they snore and they yeah. fucking, or they they switch colognes. Or shit. Like, people break up all the time, and unless it's unconditional, deep, like crazy love. I think they said three years. Some, I mean, that, that's that's a long minute. Yeah, but that could be three. That could be two and a half years of tolerating somebody. You know, no, you never that's know. True. You never know. It could be two years, two and a half years of what you thought was love, and then right around the corner is somebody waiting. I mean, you got to think about this stuff. I know this is not isn't really an answer, but it just seems an all, like an awful lot of heavy lifting on your end. I mean, if you're thinking, I mean, of course on their end too. But at the same time, they're just they're doing a life. I mean, it's a life. It's like if I fucking you know, it's like doing a life-changing thing that's very positive for them, but you're like, oh, well, you know, I mean, you're going to be completely different. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, wish you the best. Yeah, good luck. We got one more for you. Mm. Hans, I've listened to The Drive since 2015 and have heard you rip on your education numerous times along the way. While I don't harbor any illusions about job placement, income, etc., with a bachelor's, I'm an English major, I do enjoy going and plan to get an MA or an MFA in the next few years. What are parts about college, grad school you have actually enjoyed? Um, hmm. I really liked doing creative writing classes where you had to read your short stories aloud in a circle. Because I used to write some really, really weird short stories. And at one point, I read something that, and I caught a person that I, I sort of knew, because there was this punk collective called... Uh, CDFI, remember CDFI? I don't remember that actually. It's, uh, it was a house on Madison Avenue, and she was like around and whatever. And she's like, "Oh, I'm so glad." She used to say stuff like, "I'm so glad we're in the same class together." Whatever. Mm. I didn't buy it, um, and uh, I caught her saying to herself, "Oh my God, that's so bad." I heard her. <laughs> Whether or not it was bad or not. Flash forward to the weekend where I go to a, um, like a pretty bad party where somebody is holding a laptop with an aux cable in it and like saying, Ooh, and like when the Sia song, my neck, my back comes on, not Sia, but whoever, like, Oh my God, everybody freaked out. You know, it was the whitest thing ever. Like super white. Like a lot of like plaid drag, big plaid dresses, like swooshing around and shit. And uh, I said, I heard you say my story was bad. And she's denied. She was got got like red in the face and like it was like a call. It was like a call out. And this was when I was straight edge, so like I wasn't drunk. I just went for it. I blew her up because I took my writing very seriously back then. And that was it. She she never recovered. She never recovered. I, she ended up throwing herself off the uh, off the Dunn Memorial Bridge. Oh my God! Know. Yeah. Wow. So what she did was she woke up one morning, got in her car, drove to the Dunn Memorial Bridge, parked, got out, and jumped off. Jesus. And, I mean, there's nothing you can do in that situation other than pray, start a prayer <laughs> chain. You know. We should, we should set a prayer in class in the circle. Yeah. You know. <laughs> You can start a prayer. You can say, uh, "You can uh, uh, everything, every fucking, every story that I wrote after that was basically about her and how much I missed her." Wow, pretty much. I missed this whole year of your life, Jesus. Yeah, no, you missed a lot of years of my life. Yeah. All right. I so, uh, so I'm in Studio B tonight. I'm sitting in my chair. Uh, which is cool because uh, once I moved my microphone over here, every car on earth started driving past the window and they're real loud. Um, <laughs> but the, the, the second part of this is I have to, in order to podcast over here, I've had to sit in a weird position. 
and the weird position sucks, and I'm undoing my massage. So this has been episode 147. Oh my um, god! Just like that. Just like that. I just, I just, I just throw it at you sometimes. Fastball. <laughs> just like um, I jump when I go jump on Kent after this. Take him down. <laughs> Anything you want to uh, you want to plug? Uh, yeah, same shit. You know, just writing some music, having some fun, trying to really uh, trying to get out from under this job. Like truly really trying to like figure something out, but um, uh, it's very stressful. I had Man, that the honeymoon had... ended so quick with this job. Uh, well, you know, I had that moment that you had when you sat down and said, "I don't, I don't know if I can do this," mm. and uh, that was like the back breaking. And now I'm just like the the guy in the office that tells people, like, I'm the guy in the meeting today. I said, "I've never heard a good argument against that." <laughs> I said that. Straight up. I said, I've never heard an argue, a good argument against that. It's weird. You were talking about eugenics. Yeah, it was. Really, it was, actually. <laughs> I was talking about experimenting on disabled people. Wow. Very weird. It's unreal. I've never fucking heard a fucking insane. good argument. I mean, present me with a good argument and I'll think about it. Because it's only words. We'll argue some more. Yeah, argue more. I want to see you sweat. Jesus. Boom. Yeah. He would put right. this dude across from me. Was his face was so red? I think he fucking wanted to kill me. He was the best, and in a weird way, I got I just got that feeling, man. I just got that feeling. Just don't talk in meetings. Yeah, I just I shouldn't. I talk in one out of every seven meetings I attend, and when I do, I make sure it's a, a full on like mic drop situation. You know, where it's just like. <laughs> Like, I wait until the point in the meeting where everyone's being kind of meandering and everyone's, like, a little weird because they're on WebEx and they don't know what to, you know, it's like, mm, maybe. And I find my moment and I strike and I hit my unmute button and I just do this cold-ass fucking intense logic thing. And then I just hit mute and I walk away from the computer. Because, like, whatever happens after that is unnecessary for me to to be a part of. So... I just urge you to do that. Just uh, tactically get in and make everyone feel small and then get out. That's exactly what I did today. Perfect. It was awesome. It was great. Perfect. I, had, I had to seize the moment. Why? I have no idea. I just went back to my normal day, but I just yeah. was so <laughs> Sometimes tired. you just have to do it. Well, it's a kind of, you know, it's an, uh, every, everybody who's ever worked at a nonprofit knows that it's, it's just a series of the same conversation for like maybe even 40 years. I would blow my brains out. It's the third time in this podcast I've talked about killing myself. So heads up, it's, it's just. <laughs> Please like, don't email asking if I'm okay. Yeah, it's it all. It's everybody just. Oh well, we have to you know meet and have a focus group and really nope. really get to the bottom. And no, we just nope. have to do it. And if it nope. sucks, we won't. We'll stop doing it. But we have to do it. You know, if I'm if I'm, <laughs> it's like really nuts. <laughs> but um, that's my management style, and this guy's management style is like, uh, let's take. Uh, a, year, a whole year. To, Jesus. To like literally a whole year. <laughs> and it's, it's, uh, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of things happening at once. It's pretty awesome. So Cool. All right. Well, I, I got nothing. Um, nothing to plug, nothing to, nothing to do. I, I got all those good fucking... endorphins fucking yeah. flowing through me right now. Feeling good. Can't keep my eyes open. It's nice. <laughs> It's okay. It's good, man. You've been huffing gas all day. <laughs> huffing gas all day. I've been listening to Gas Huffer all day. That's so weird. I thought about Gas Huffer for the first time in a decade a few days ago. Jesus. <laughs> what is going on? Reunion show at South by Southwest. Nope. South by. Missing that one. Uh, I'm about to post Gas Huffer reunion Gas Huffer reuniting? Question uh, mark. That's what I'm going to do. Gas Huffer reunion. Can't wait. Who's got... Who, who's got... Who's got uh, who's got a place for me to stay in Austin? Gas Huffer reunion. Jesus, Jesus. Jones reunion at South <laughs> I'm going to post it right now. All right. This has been 147. We'll be back next week with 148. I'm going to do it not after the sauna, so I'm a little livelier. What do you say? All right, man. See ya. Jesus See Jones ya. reunion. See ya. Gas Huffer reunion. Go. I'm the, uh, Everyone I go. Audacity. I run Audacity for See ya. Feel me <laughs> I run Audacity for Tad. There's a Tad reunion. Gotta go. <laughs> I run Tad Doyle's Audacity. Uh, <laughs> audacity. <laughs> Ableton. I run his Audacity. I run his Audacity. <laughs>
I run his Audacity live. Can you uh, let me in? No. Uh, he knew Kirk Cobain. I mean, like, he's got pretty much the reason you're here. Oh, Jesus. All right. I'll see you next week. <laughs>